Hello, Internet. How are we doing today? How is everyone doing? Good morning, guys. Good morning, Jay. Morning. <laughs> Wait, who's that guy? So, uh, yeah, know, welcome to another Saturday morning with Shadow Watch, uh, live D&D session that we do here with uh, this wonderful group of individuals, plus one. Uh, it's kind of a kind of one of those spur of the moment uh, decided to join in because the seat was open. So, hey, gotta love it. We're going to have some fun today. Uh, a couple of quick housekeeping things before uh, get too far into it. Uh, number one, want to thank Sirenscape for the background musics and soundboards. Obviously, you're not listening to that just now. This is Streambeats, DRM-free music that you can use for your videos and and streams. But now we'll flip over for Sirenscape. And this is a new set I literally just made an hour ago for Shadow Watch. So since we're in the Underdark. So go check out sirenscape.com for all the various soundboards and background musics you can use for your tabletop games. Uh, I want to shout out and a thanks to the community, uh, all your support so far, the bits, the subs, all of those things. Really appreciate it. Keep doing it. We love it. And it'll keep us doing great things like this. Uh, I want to do a plug real quick for our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash scuba studio and join there if you want to continue to support the studio. When we get to 100 patrons, I have this wonderful puzzle box from Mithril Armory. They were kind enough to send me. So we will give that away to uh, the patrons as soon as we hit 100 patrons. So go check it out. We got a variety of tiers you can choose from. Also, uh, if you want to check out uh, more of the world that we're playing in, Kofin, uh, please go to World Anvil and uh, check out Kofin. There should be a link uh, here in the chat. Gotta love the moderators. So a shout out and a thanks to the moderators. Um, also, real, real quick reminder, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, Challenge Accepted Season 3 kicks off. We've got a new, old and new crew coming in for this. And we're picking up six months after the, end, the events that ended in Season 2. So we'll see what the party's been up to, who joins, who do they run into, and what shenanigans they get into. Um, pretty much it for those announcements how are you guys doing today you have your biscuits and gravy as usual absolutely along with a nice latte <laughs> i wish i just woke up i understand that <laughs> i got my tea so i'm good i'm, it's I'm excited i had some breakfast got my coffee and of course excited for our delightful guest, our beloved and benevolent DM. <laughs> yeah, you're on the ground. Not today. Not today. That is true. I always think it's really fun to see somebody who's usually kind of stuck in the DM role get to make a character and play a character. So, you know, no pressure, but I'm super excited to see <laughs> what you can do in your player role. Uh, I can't remember the last time I played in a D&D game. No way! Really? Was it Crichton? Probably. Yeah, wow. probably. I think. That's interesting. I remember on a stream, yeah. All the other ones have been cyberpunk recently, haven't they? It's been a different thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, and it's always, it's always, it's like the always uh, you know once a bridesmaid always a bridesmaid whatever it is <laughs> always a bridesmaid never a bride. never the bride. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That's, i'm always a dm never a player 
So I'm glad you I'm glad you joined us. Uh, not quite sure what spawned that, but maybe it was a uh, maybe it was the uh, podcast episode. Who knows? Yeah, it uh, was. Either way, always well. Always 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 glad to have people come and join. Oh, another quick reminder. Uh, the way this uh, with this one uh, is again our benevolent and malevolent tricksters. <laughs> You can influence the stream by throwing bits and channel points and direct donation, all of those things. So, um, uh, just remember though that I control your beloved players on our stream. So <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't even subtle. That was just an overt threat, right there. <laughs> I control I control the beloved players of our of the fate of our beloved players on our stream. So, just kidding. Do as you will. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty oh, good. They're pretty good. I mean, Shrag uh, has had nothing but wonderful luck with the uh, tricksters over the last couple of couple of streams. So, I mean, what could go wrong? That just means his luck's ready to run out. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. afraid of. Everything's <laughs> fine. We'll see. Um, Poppy Bear One, thanks for the follow. Uh, Shrag, you get a. Inspiration, inspiration die right off the bat starting it out i like it so is that the d6 the d4 one i can never that remember. is a d4 tricksters awesome. when tricksters gift you inspiration it's a d4 that you can use but it's only good for the string awesome thank you mr quill thank you kindly <laughs> i was just testing i'm using my the same dice i use when i dm and, and they're still good excellent <laughs> Be a 13 to 15 and an 18 so i think we're we're doing okay all righty so to bring it in on this uh you guys have uh ventured into the you've been in the underdark for a couple of days a couple of days now uh the gnomes that you were contract you were asked to help collapse the tunnels on the north northern side of their enclave have been ki were kidnapped and you had gone to follow them Coming into what appear now what appears to be the nesting ground or home base for a group of driders and a, about a dozen or so giant spiders. After a very uh, nail-biting and harrowing and taxing confrontation, uh, as as the last drider tried to escape through a waterfall and river, and a last shot dropped him in, and his body kind of just came down the river, came down the waterfall. You guys are all taking stock of the situation and getting ready to find out which of these cocoons that you had seen during the battle could house your uh, your charges. And as you're stand as you're sitting there on the in, in standing there taking stock, you notice that off to the right side or the left to the left side, there's the river kind of curves around and goes into another tunnel near that tunnel. As you guys are sitting there, you notice a creature come out of the tunnel near the water and just kind of start sniffing around. What kind of a creature? Bipedal? Uh, it's quadruped type creature. Go ahead and give me a nature check. Do you want everybody or just Will? Will's the first one who said something, but... <clears throat> I'll try to figure out what it is. Okay. Off to a uh, bad start. Oh, I'm about to see it for the mushrooms. Uh, nature. 
getting yeah. Started. Eleven. I don't think yeah. I. I only got a nine. <laughs> what is happening with our rolls? Well, with with those rolls, you can tell that it's not. It's not a creature you know you've you've seen you normally see in the underdark. You normally see these creatures up a little closer to the surface, a little um, in like forested areas and hilly areas. But what it looks like is appearing is a giant badger. Comes out of the tunnel, starts kind of looking around. What uh, what do, what does the badger do? Um, the badger. Uh, kind of starts to begin to sniff around. Does it notice the party? Uh, give a perception for the badger. Yeah, let's do that. How do I use this D&D Beyond thing again? <laughs> Click the button next to the stat. Yeah, the little Are you kidding? He's going to roll us off. <laughs> That's a uh, 13. Hmm. Yeah, he 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 noticed there's some there's some there's some creatures off to the off to the side from where he came out. Uh, they they they're kind of they're literally just at the end of their battle, so they're kind of kind of breathing heavy and kind of kind of not being extremely stealthy because they're super excited. They killed the last rider. Yeah. Um, do, do they appear to be a threat at present? Not necessarily. Um, okay. A couple of them are kind of, few of them are looking over at the badger and just kind of trying to piece together why a badger would be down in this deep in the Underdark. Right. Uh, um, what the rest of you do? I don't want to keep speaking for you. So what do you, what do you, how do you react to one, seeing this badger come out? I was going to say, one, one of the things that an is going to do is look across and, and try to because it is such an odd occurrence, is it possible to see, is there an insight roll or something I could do to, to figure out, is this going to be a hostile creature toward the party or not, and what the heck it might be doing down here? Yeah, you can do an insight. Oh, and Vulcan, you have an inspiration Ow. die gifted from Paladin Paladin Pal Pal Introvert? Plaid Introvert. Plaid Introvert. Plaid introvert. Who got that, sir? Uh, Plot Entropy gifted oh. you an inspiration, so you have a D4 inspiration for when you might need it. Awesome. That'll be 15 for the insight on uh, an Aryan. Uh, the, ba the badger doesn't appear to be threatening. How big yeah, is I mean, this badger? Yeah, how big is this thing? Uh, it's, it it's like a medium-sized creature. It's a big badger. Person-sized badger. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it just kind of starts to sniff the air in your direction. So Sh Shrag's not about to see much because of all the mushrooms in the way, so he's going to like turn to Hillary and say, What's going on? Like, what do you see? There's a... There's a... Can I pick you up? I don't want to assume. Yeah, go for it. On my shoulders. Look! Be careful with these things. They really don't give a crap. Can I ride it? Ah! <laughs> recommend it. Okay. What is it doing? Hiding your ass to find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you should, uh, Jay, you should have control of uh, the badger. If you want to go ahead, you should be able to control him yeah. and move him. Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, currently, uh, he's just at the mouth of the cave, right? Yes. Um, currently, he is just stopped, and he's watching. He's kind of completely kind of zoned in, watching if they do anything, watching if they're if they're a threat, and sniffing the air. Okay. Um, Scoob, how do you want me to chat with you specifically? Um, what do you have open there? Have... Zoom will be tough, but... I've got just about everything, but probably the di probably the Zoom chat Zoom chat will probably be the easiest. You okay, so that's the hard, yeah, it's okay. That's, that's uh, hard what, one for Jay. What's that's easier for you? for you? How about that? Uh, Discord. I, I've got you. I, I sent you a PM in Discord. Okay. So, so Vulcan, just so you'll know, I'm sitting on a room of flying, so I'm probably 20 feet up. Okay. And um, just to try to get a, a better angle, better view, um, Anarian is going to move up toward uh, the waterfall area to see if I can get a little closer, get a better look at um, the badger over there, find out what he's up to. <laughs> Shrag's going to say uh, to Will to put him down, and he's going to reach into his backpack and he's going to pull out the saddle. He's gonna oh, get God. some food out and start moving towards the badger in like a non-threatening manner. <laughs> like sort of food held out in front. Shrag, what are you yeah. doing? And can I get can I get um can I get descriptions of all of you? Huh. Oh yeah. I guess we should do that. Probably be a good idea, yeah. So you see walking towards you a Slightly larger than average goblin. Um, thanks, Disha Pickle. Um, he's got a big red floppy wide-brimmed hat, a little bit scorched in places, um, leather armor. Um, he looks a little bit sooty, and he's got a big book under one arm, and he's got a saddle under the other, and he's like sort of juggling stuff around. He's getting some food out. Um, probably more like kind of like your more cobody looking goblin rather than sort of your traditional big nose ones. Um, and he's just slowly coming towards you in a non-threatening manner. Holding a saddle. Holding a saddle. You left out the piece where you're holding a saddle. <laughs> Did I just book in a saddle and I'm shuffling things around and getting some food out? It's all fine. It's what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> An Aryan is a, um, an, a high elf, or excuse me, a, a ladder elf uh, in appearance. And um, he's uh, basically decked out in uh, armor and carrying. Uh, a weapons load so looks looks to be a uh, a fighter or paladin of some sort okay i am a shortish human like caramely skin long black hair uh i'm in red and blue armor that is accented with gold but the most noticeable thing is that my right arm and my right leg are um, metal. And there is a tattoo that is carved into the arm and then goes onto my shoulder and like up my neck. And I have a glowing holy symbol hanging from my neck. And I am a dark black tabaxi. Um, you can't really tell, but I have white spots on me, uh, because it's covered in armor and, uh, and a robe or a, a cloak, a dark cloak, um, carrying primarily 
light weapons, so probably some type of a roguish stealth type person. And again, currently he's sitting on a broom staring at you. And he's up 20 feet, you said? About 20 feet up. Okay. How high is the, is the roof in here, uh, Scoob? The roof is about the roof is about thirty feet high at its peak. It's kind of a kind of a yeah. dome cavern type type thing. You have yeah. uh, this. Uh, you hear the sound of you see the water. There's a waterfall that's coming down, and come and the uh, stream kind of splits into around a little island full of uh, mushrooms. Uh, the yeah. mushrooms that are the fungi that's growing there is roughly about medium size, so it's a it's a difficult terrain sectioner. And then yeah. the river, and then the stream comes back down, and then exit in, exits into another cave, presumably heading deeper uh, on its path. Okay. Uh, in the also, you see there are so there are there's in the in the at the base of the waterfall, slightly drifting down is a drider uh, corpse. Uh, in the uh, little island of fungi, there's a giant spider corpse. And then uh, over near the uh, near where the river, where the stream connects again, there is uh, looks like some kind of plant-based creature. It's a gas spore corpse. You'd be familiar with those from your ex from your experiences around around in the area. Um, the badger actually sits okay. on its big puffy bum, um, <laughs> and uh, just watches very, very intently as the goblin approaches. So let's uh, try to come a little bit closer. It's like a handful of like food held out towards you. It's like, hey, friend, not a fraud, friendly. As, um, as you approach within, I'm, I'm assuming each square is five feet. Yes. Uh, as you approach where you are within five feet from the shadows, just down into the left of you, uh, you hear a voice say, Oh, okay, that didn't sound friendly. Right, <laughs> what languages do you speak? Uh, I'm covering Goblin and Common and Thieves Cant. And well, you also, and also, there's also the broken uh, Undercommon. Well, and Anarian and I do wear our helms Hello. in this area because we don't know. Roll uh, perceptions to see if you can hear the voice speaking to Shrag, given your distance. 21. I got, got a nat 20, so 28. Anari, you'd hear it a little clearer than Obsidian. Obsidian, it's it's like it's just like a faint whisper over all over the sound of the water and what water. So Anari, you hear a you hear a few of the words. Yeah, and and from, and, um, you make out in undercommon, um, not one step closer. So I'll give uh, track track. Hold up, hold up. Okay, this didn't sound good. That what that didn't come from the badger. Track, take a step back. This whole time, I've been like 15 feet behind Shrag, just kind of hovering like a worried mom. <laughs> Go and move your token, Hillary. I, I will take that step back. <laughs> Where's Nat in all this? She's floating just to the, the right of me. She's like floating nearby. Um, What's, what is Nat? Nat is, uh, it, it is a kind of a little uh, apparition 
of his awakened spellbook that looks uh, disturbingly familiar to Tasha, only with dark hair. Okay. All right. Um, and the at this point, the badger um, kind of lies down and puts its its chin on its paws, and you see these long kind of badger claws that come off the front. But right now, seemingly calm and unthreatened. Since there's uh, currently no hostile actions or seem to be any hostile intent, uh, Anarion will go ahead and uh, go ahead and put away his uh, his bow back into his quiver. Did I hear the voice? I go and roll a perception. Uh, 18? Yeah, you would hear it. Do you understand Undercoming? Nope. I know, I'm... So you would have just heard, you would have heard just that faint gibberish. Who goes there? Is there somebody there? I'm going to call out in Undercommon and uh, say, uh, if ye be friend, come forward and show yourself. Sorry, guys, I lost you for a sec there. And, and Aryan's going to shout out in Undercommon, if ye be friend, come out and show yourself. Um, I'm going to attempt to throw my voice at this point, Scoob, just to try and not allow them to pinpoint where I am. All right, go ahead and give me a performance check. Uh, these aren't good. <laughs> uh, that's only a nine. You want countered with insight, or how do you want to play that, Scoob? You have um, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and actually go ahead and uh, counter with a per, with a perception. Perception. Uh, well, you can have your choice of an eighteen or a nineteen for a twenty-six or a twenty-seven. Jeez. <laughs> I got lucky on that one. It was an eighteen and a nineteen roll. Of advantage. So Vulcan, you you do attempt to throw your voice, but unfortunately, uh, oh, what do you say when you throw your voice? I say, um, and those that understand me hear what brings you down here. And Anari, you 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 hear the voice, but you realize it's it, it's you you pinpoint the direction it's coming from. So I'll I'll actually respond back in the direction that the the true voice is coming from, not the you know throne voice, and say uh, back in undercommon. Um, we come seeking uh, certain items that we were contracted to recover, and we were protecting some deep gnomes and had to rescue them from the driders that you see um, dead about the area uh, and their minions, the spiders. Uh, now, of course, be at this point, friend, Vulcan, come you, forward. you can only see one drider and one spider, and yet Anari is speaking about plural. Um, and at this point, I'll just speak in English. <laughs> um, it's not common, though. Uh, it is still under common. Um, but for, I'll just speak it that way for those of you that can understand it. But anytime I'm speaking now, from now on, it'll be under common. Just like in any fantasy or sci-fi oh, film. Yeah, yeah. Where they just There's start no speaking universal English. translators. Yeah, like exactly. Viking, Vikings. Everybody speaks English at some point. Um, anyways. Um, and he says, uh, 
what kind of items? Can I do uh, insight to try to determine from the question if it's uh, kind of the purpose of his, if he's going to be seeking the same type of item or if it's something that I should keep uh, just as a group knowledge? Yeah, go ahead and roll it. Uh, 14 plus 15, 19. Ooh. Okay. What's the, uh, what's the just, intent? Just trying yeah. to determine oh. if it's, if this is something that I should, um, share with him in terms of precisely the items that we're looking for, or if it's something that I should probably just keep as a group until we get to know him a little bit better. That's fair. Vulcan, what's, what's your intent behind the question? Um, you hear curiosity in in your intent, not so much curiosity items. in the items itself. Okay. Um, With that understanding, then I would say, um, in under common back, um, we were contracted to find the shards of the day, and we are endeavoring to do so. Uh, in that process, we befriended these deep gnomes and uh, are temporarily assisting them. Um. Have I heard of these, Scoob? And also, how do I feel about deep gnomes? <laughs> Give me a history check. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, one wild magic on tap. Uh, that is 12. You just arrived. You arrived in this uh, ancient dwarven city. Um, essentially... A few day, uh, a, a few days to a couple of weeks before, um, cross coming across the party, yeah. you'd seen uh, this little enclave of deep gnomes. Um, the door, the the other of your race in the area have uh, been rather cruel to them, so they are not. So they are they they're not exactly on good terms. You've also right. seen the mind flayers roaming around. You know that this this group of uh, you actually did see a group of uh, gnomes get captured yeah. uh, sh shortly after your arrival, and then um, so you you are aware there is an enclave. You're not sure how many. You're not sure how established, but you are aware that they are that the in this city there is there is a group of them just like there is a group of your race. As well as drow and uh, mind flayers in the in the area in the city. Okay, not so sure I don't, the precise not, locations just yet. We're not threatened by deep gnomes. In fact, it's kind of the opposite for my people. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, to to that I respond. Um, clearly, these items are of value to have a party such as yours. Indeed they are to the right people. To these deep gnomes? Not to the deep gnomes. However, these deep gnomes do have information for us about one of the items, which is why we are assisting them to try to get that information. Did you tell me who you're getting these items for? Um, I just said we were contracted. Contracted. Who has contracted you? 
one of the surface dwellers. Okay, he contemplates that for a second. What are you guys saying? I'm gonna float on down to uh, to Hillary and Trag and do a little translation. I was gonna say I'd, I'd signal Obsidian since he understands to go ahead, and I'll I'll try to maintain the communication, and then um, Obsidian can relay. Have you shown yourself yet, Jay? I mean, oh, no. The voice seems to be coming from a the uh, pile of, of rocks down in the in the left corner for those of you that were able to perceive my lack of performance um, <laughs> so down in this and, area yeah yeah you're down in that area there um it's originating from that area but so, i haven't i haven't shown myself yet so shrugs me the turn to you and go at least feed the badger got to throw down now and what are you, are you speaking common at this point? Yeah, 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 just so we can come okay. in. Do you think I do you think it'll be okay? I've got it out now. And it's like guiltily puts like the saddle behind his back. <laughs> yeah. Do I get a sense of the party's disposition? Um from what they've said do I glean their kind of intent here? Uh, do I sense any sort of hostility? Um They've obviously killed enemies that are my enemies. But I'm just trying to figure out, kind of dig a little deeper into their into their intentions. Uh, the, they seem a little reserved in okay. as far as the as far as they're not they're they're not really open to sharing all the details from but mm -hmm. what you gathered. There's still some things they're being reserved about, just being cautious, yeah. but. They're not, they're not over, they're, they don't appear to be overly threatening right. or hostile. We're not murder hobos. Do we know of? Do we know of? That being said, you do know that where, that the out, one of the outposts of your, of your race that is in the area, there was quite a large presence. So the fact that, and, you you only know you've only know of the one entrance to the surface. So if them coming through there, obviously yeah. there would have been a clash with your people. Yeah. And the fact that the four of them are here now. Yeah. Knowing that where the where your people were, there was a there was quite a few. So yeah. you're not sure how they got past. Yeah. But it seems uh, it it's it, it seems interesting that they did get past okay shrag's gonna suddenly just like sort of tilt his head to one side and then suddenly like sort of like a look of dawning inspiration like guys the gnomes you know yeah. what we're actually here for anarian you keep talking we're gonna start looking so School, we would like to start finding cocoons to open. Okay. Just before Try and get our friends out. Okay. Just before Shrag wanders off, he's gonna put on on that sort of corner next to the water. He's gonna just go wander over and put the food down and then head off. Wanna feed the furry. Um so, what yeah. kind of what kind of food do you leave out? 
I probably like to trail rationy kind of bits and pieces, just sort of uh, what we've got in our packs with us. Okay. Obviously. And and where do you leave that, sir? So uh, let me just ping that. So probably on like the the corner about there, just near to where Shaggy's before he wanders off. Um, and it's obvious that the the rest of the party is somewhat lost interest in in kind of the threat that I pose at this point. Pretty much, I, I would say that's a pretty fair assessment. Um. how to take that <laughs> um, well you see you what you see you see one stay and you mm -hmm. see the other the other three start to move back toward um, this entrance right here again Chad are there any cocoons in this area that we're in now uh, in that area you're in now no Okay. All the cocoons and whatnot appear to be in the worked stone uh, kind of complex area. Uh, Vulcan, okay. as you kind of watch and then lead, lead, uh, lead to, your vision leads to where they're going. You look yeah. through that opening and you see another drider body, another giant spider. Um, make sure I got your feet. And um, you can see just a couple of legs and bits of more giant spiders further in to the uh, into this kind of worked area. You can tell from the uh, from the look of it that it looks like it's a lot like the rest of the city. It's it's old dwarven uh, construction. Yeah. Surface dwarven okay. construction. Okay. Just as a note. I don't want to move too far from Inarian, and you do see uh, the little short human person just kind of keep looking back to you like, I'm, I'm trusting Inarian that if he thinks everything's okay, everything's okay, but I'm also, like, my hand is sitting relaxedly on my weapon, <laughs> and... I'm just like. Mm. Nat, also, Nat's gonna stay behind. She's gonna like hover in amongst the mushrooms on the island and then keep an eye on the food. Okay. Um, and Anarian is has stayed put, or he he moved as well. I I moved away from the badger and moved back down toward where I could get a better idea of where I thought the true voice was coming from. Yeah. Um, but also in accordance with the party and how we're, they're somewhat moving back into that uh, open temple space to, to recover the uh, cocoons, it, yeah. it would conform with that movement as well. Okay. And then as just so, uh, you know, again, showing no hostile intent as we're, as I'm moving um, back, uh, Scuba, I am going to actually take one of my um, potions of healing. Okay. Um, at this point, Scoob, I'm going to have, uh, the badger kind of lumber down, uh, yeah. down to here as it begins to kind of like, doop, 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 
kind of just like saunter the, uh, food at all that Shrek had that, that, over. The goblin had left out it, it came down and sniffed it and then kept going okay <laughs> badger uh, inside Not inside uh, food. obsidian and Shrek each of you are standing next to a cocoon that is uh, suspended up in the up on the wall Probably about 10 feet, give or take. Okay, I'll get on my broom. All right. You on your broom, you hover uh, up to it. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me a d20. To... Yeah. 11. Uh, there, the, it appears to be some subtle movement as if something is is kind of late lack lazily kind of shifting a little bit okay i'm going to take the dagger and try and cut near the towards the feet i want to try and cut away the webbing and see if they the, the shoes in the bottom half look familiar all right hey Anarian, why don't you tell your friend to come out of the shadows I've asked him a couple of times, but he seems to be a bit shy. Perhaps if you join the others and it's just me, it will create less of a threat, and he might be we able to also, come forward. We should also get our gnome friend over here so he can help with this. Alright, I'll go try to find the other guy. He uh, used his racial ability to merge Meld into the, the stone, stone, and he was yeah. waiting until you gave him some kind of all-clear signal. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go find him and let him know the bad guys are gone and we need his help finding the rest of his friends. All right. He was somewhat in this area when we left him. Yeah. yeah. But that's very general. But <laughs> <laughs> where is in the area, we don't know. All right. Uh, so, Obsidian, you uh, you notice that as you cut away some of the webbing, you do see a pair of small feet that appear to be uh, gnome feet. Just of interest, interest uh, Scoob, would precipitations of the cleaning elements of it, would that work to clean away the webbing? I don't see why not. Cool. One thing is we'll use that to, basically I can use that to clean stuff up, so rather than Obsidian having to use his knife to do it, I'll clean the, the patch the way we need, and then he's ready with the dagger to stab if we need to. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Scoob, realizing that they obviously don't seem too threatening and that they're just going to kind of move on um i'm going to have the badger come out in front of the rock pile and okay. then i'm going to make my way out the side kind of these crystals here and uh and stand out beside my badger all righty hang on I... let me uh pull you across yeah. Yeah. there you go <laughs> thank you. you gotta love the dynamic lighting so, um, go ahead. once I once I see um, the figure come out of the shadows, um, what do I see? Um, you see a slight individual, um, and you've seen them before, uh, Duragar uh, in nature, um, short, kind of, but broad, fur over uh, his shoulders, uh, wears a hood pulled up. Um, and you see the glimmer of scale mail um, that has a different sheen than just standard metal. 
Um, he puts his hand on this large badger and you can see that at his belt he's got two hand axes that kind of glimmer in the in the light uh, that exists and and uh, speaking of light what kind of light do we have here scoop um there's a little bit of ambient light from the crystals uh that are standing behind you and uh, other than that there's just whatever light is in the area is nat is natural due to underdark lichen and fungi but our net it's completely dark There'll be a okay. little bit coming off Nat as well. Um, I can't exactly just double check what light comes off. I think it's only dim light. Okay. So, um, set for her. so based based on the description, Scoob, is this is this similar to what we encountered as we first came in, in terms of uniform, etc., or is this a different look? It's a different look. Okay than what you've seen, but you do reckon, I mean, you you, enough, Durgar, you, you yeah. killed enough Durgar coming into this area, you 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 can totally tell it, what, tell what, what a Durgar is, but the fact again, that his armor and his his stance is not like the Durgar that you have faced coming in. And that was my, that was my concern, because if he was in any way associated with those that we first encountered, then I would definitely be changing to a guarded stance. No, his, um, his stuff is actually a little bit finer quality than what you saw before. The the ones that okay. you guys you guys saw were kind of like the kind of like sold kind of like more of a a soldier garrison or a mercenary group. Got it. So I mean, in that sense, it's it's similar, but the fact that hit theirs was a lot more uniformed across each of their armors. This okay. guy, he looks totally he his his stuff is different. Okay, you can tell it's dwarven made by the Absolutely. cut. But it is not the same one as you saw before. Okay, I'll uh, I'll call across to him then, and and you know, with open hands, showing no no harm or no ill intent. Um, we seek no quarrel with you. We're here to recover uh, those that we were sent to protect, and to continue our quest to obtain the items that we seek. If you have no ill will toward us. We have no ill will toward you. Uh, real quick, Shrag, did you actually cast Prestidigitation on the webbing? Yeah, so I'll have used that to just sort of clean it off. And once um, Obsidian confirmed it was actually a, a deep moment. Oh, yeah. wild magic surge. Need you to roll that D100. Oh, that's a good call. Because our wonderful friend Dish Pickle did that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. That is a 55. 55. I don't think I've had that one yet. I've had many others, but not many that one. <laughs> oh my! Um, in response, I um, <clears throat> I say um, I am but a simple hunter looking for my next prey. And what do you hunt? <clears> hmm. <throat> Beasts, creatures, things of value. Where the hell were you ten minutes ago? Yeah, then our purposes might be aligned. <laughs> and I look around, kind of, at the at the carcasses of the driders and spiders, um, and then I look back and I say, "You seem to be a hunter as well." And Arian will laugh. <laughs> I, in certain aspects, we certainly are quite adept in some cases and in others not so much 
we've had some misfortune in uh, obtaining the items that we seek, but we're making progress. Um, then I also say, what such a waste to not harvest your kills. You seem more like killers than hunters. Uh, we have harvested uh, certain items from certain kills. Unfortunately, we don't have the means to harvest everything from everywhere. And uh, Anarian will reach into his uh, quiver of Alona and pull out some of the uh, blades from the blade spiders and some of the other things that we've harvested from the different kills. Just to display that we're not being wasteful. We simply don't have the means to collect everything. And then he'll put things back away. Okay. And uh, how to point out, Anarian, that we literally just finished... 10 seconds before <laughs> yeah. he appeared. We haven't had time to do the battle. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, how deep is this water here, Scoob? Um, it's, it's only a few feet. When, when you saw, when you saw the goblin walk by, it was actually kind of chest height for him as he walked through the water and then come yeah. back. So yeah. You, you, and it doesn't it'd, be, seem to... it'd be a little deep for you. It'd be a little deep for you to go by. Uh, real and it quick, doesn't seem to be a spot to, to, to cross over um, without heading through the water, right? Uh, yes. Uh, you can kind of pick through and uh, find a path to get across from some of the river stones that are in there that aren't quite as deep as okay. it comes up to this area. Uh, real quick, first thing, Shrag, all of your hair falls out and it'll grow back in about 24 hours. <laughs> um... Can't, can't lose what I never have. <laughs> you notice at one point you you, you kind of like adjust your hat and you notice there's like whatever hair you had just all falls off. <laughs> you know that feeling like right after you get a haircut, you always got those little bits that are like all over your sure. shirt and everything. You just you were just freshly bicked. <laughs> Try to shrug and like yeah, whatever. <laughs> Probably think it's like pieces of the cobweb falling off. And Shred and Shad, you have an inspiration for when you want to use it. Oh, right, thank you. And there's a gift from thank the tricksters. I just need Dispicable to tell me who it was for. I think he said roll. Can you roll? E. I'm gonna start to make gingerly, kind of carefully, make my way across the water. Um, my badger just trailing behind, behind me. Um, and and the badger just kind of just heads through the water, wades through it, no problem. Um, kind of rolls around in it a little bit and then comes up the other side and shakes off. Um, <laughs> like it. Love it. Down to here, this area here. And I'm, I'm just carefully kind of like, not getting too close, but just kind of following behind, watching what they're doing. What's the closest um, carcass? Uh, the closest, car <clears throat> closest carcass to what you're seeing would be right here, a giant spider. Okay. I'm going to head down to it, um, not with the intention of harvesting it myself because it's not my kill. Um, but as I get to it, I want to get kind of behind it so that my the, the front of me is facing the rest of the party. Um, and I'm going to kneel and just inspect it and possibly what they did, how they killed it, all of that sort of thing. Uh, at that point, you're actually kind of out of line of sight of the party. Yeah. Because there's a little area that is, this little area right here is 
kind of where the kind of where the where there's a the the rock wall comes in and the water seems to go down, and yeah. then you kind of go around it. So kind of out of okay. sight of the party. As I say, seeing it. seeing what he's doing and and sh that at least we're making effort and he's coming forward. You know, again, I'm going to try to extend some goodwill. I'll go ahead and move around to where he is. Okay. And then uh, say, uh, friend. Perhaps you can show us how to properly harvest. As he approaches, um, you you see my badger kind of turn like this, and the hair begins to the fur begins to go back on its neck and across its back, and its head kind of like goes low and looks up at you, uh, and you hear a bit of a of a kind of a hiss that comes from it, but Vulcan places his hand on the badger and it immediately calms. Um, and he says, yes, it appeared as a, well, actually, first of all, what do I see from this spider? Has it just been killed or has it been harvested or, and how was it killed? It was, um, and this is what I love when people <laughs> ask me what happened last session. In a random this, is yeah, like, this was actually like, uh, over a month yeah, or December. more ago. <laughs> Cause yeah. It, yeah. that was this at the very start. December. Yeah, actually, no, that was, one, uh, yeah. that one, uh, was killed. Um, that one w w was killed by some, you see some impacts and bruising that caused, okay. uh, several wounds. I believe that was one of the ones that Trag had hit with the magic missile a couple of times. And then there was a couple of stab marks. I was gonna say, wasn't that also the one that suffered damage from the spiritual weapon from Will? Yeah. So it, it's got a lot of bruising and, and and whatnot as it's there, and it's a fresh kill. I mean, there's still some nerve twitching. Yeah. As it, it, as it, as the last little bits of whatever brain activity is there, and yeah. you see there's the the whatever blood hasn't even really coagulated yet it's still kind of still kind of there and you get that nice ripe smell of fresh death and so not and just not a clean kill by any stretch oh no and and with that with that anarian will make the comment also that uh as you can see uh this is a recent kill and uh we were still engaged with other enemies and haven't even had chance to come back and make sure it's properly disposed Okay. All right, so Scoob, this gnome that I found, is he breathing? Is he alive? He's uh, very lethargic. Uh, you can tell he's been poisoned. Uh, okay. So he's, he, 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 he's, sta he's stable, but he's unconscious. Okay, I am going to cast Cure Wounds on him. As part of my Artificer Initiate. Eat. And that'll give him four points of uh, healing back. Okay. Four points back. Um, with that, he's, he starts to come, he, he starts to groggily wake up, but he's just going to kind of sit there and still kind of work through that. Um... Vulcan, were you uh, inspecting the body? Were you starting to inspect the, the body of the spider, or just, or no? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to inspect the body of the spider. I want to find out how it was killed. I want to find out if they harvested it at all. Um, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna. What, what do I glean from that? 
Um, it's it, it is a fresh kill. It hasn't been processed, harvested. It's like it was one of the, it. Judging from the way it looks, uh, give me an investigation check real quick. Trag, you find in the webbing around the uh, the the little creek, the gnome that you just uncovered, uh, appears something that looks like a a little metal crab of some type. Ooh. Uh, it's called a Vox Seeker. Gift from the Tricksters. Ooh, thank you, Tricksters. Okay, nice. what'd you get? That's a nineteen. Nineteen. Um. The kill hasn't been processed. Judging, looking at it and looking at the other bodies around, like you see, there's a couple more um, giant spiders. Um, you can see through the uh, through the cave entrance and around some columns a dead drider and more spiders. It looks to you to you it looks like it was kill move kill move kill move and yeah it, it's it, it was you're and you're starting to tally how many creatures this group just just went through yeah yeah not too um, long ago and you can tell based on them they're 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 they look a little beat up and bruised so you're starting to see it's like oh well that wasn't exactly a cakewalk okay good um so i stand um after kind of looking at it and 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 you're an elf right is that right correct what yes. kind of elf uh Aladrin. Okay. Or that's that's um, the appearance at least as a ladder enough. Yeah, what's my history with elves, Scoob? And how do I feel about them? Uh You're used to seeing drow and yeah. while you, there are while drow society has changed a lot over the centuries, um you don't you don't come across a whole lot of surface elves and he yeah. looks different than what you've seen okay um you can tell he, he you can see the similarities that yeah he's an he's an elf but he's not he, he it looks like he's like like an immigrant so to speak yeah and it, it, is there any kind of um I, I take a look at his gear um weapons items um specifically paying attention to any sign that they've taken anything from the Duragar that I know exists close to the the surface. Um, any sort of sense that there was a, a struggle or a fight or anything like that with them? The only thing that I would have that would be of that nature would be the um, sword spider claws that we collected in the venom sacks and i'm assuming you're in a pack they're yeah, in a pack that, or something right they're hidden correct yeah correct uh yeah, what, you're, what you're familiar armor? you're familiar that the duergar and the, that the duergar that the, the they're you're familiar with the blade spider um it's a it, it it's used by duergar as mounts as well as uh trained guards kind of like uh pack hounds yeah, but they're not a they're, they're large they're large creatures too, and the fact that he's got several as he pulled out from the the quiver, just pulling out that big pulling out that big bladed thing that's like the length of a spear. So I, I did see it. If he pulled you pulled out one of the blade spider bits, right? Yeah, I think I to show him that we had harvested something. That yeah, first you would have seen the blade. You would have seen this blade spider the blade spider bait, which is. 
which is about the length of a spear. Okay. And knowing obviously that that they're used primarily by my by the by the door guard for mounts and and defense. Yeah, mounts and defense, very rare. I mean, wild ones in this area are very rare. Yeah. So they're definitely not local. They definitely would have would have been here with the Duergar that you that you knew had set up an out set up a little uh, garrison at the entrance. Um, so I'm going to say, um, so you met my people. If you mean the uh, dwarves that attacked us as we first arrived, I would say that perhaps we have. And I'll take a step back just in caution. Okay. I'll take that step back in caution as a sign of some form of, not hostility, but apprehension. Um, and I'm going to ready an attack action for my badger, just in case. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say... Um, would you not defend your home if strangers came into it? We had no in ill intent toward your people. We made no hostile movements toward your people. Well, luckily, though we share lineage, they're not necessarily my people. Then perhaps we didn't meet your people. I don't have people. Morin is my people. And I and I nod towards the badger. What was his name? Morin. 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 <laughs> I love it. Because, because I he's a badger. <laughs> no giving away if you recognize the name. That's something for us to know. Oh, oh nice. that's, that's funny. Nice. That's so funny. while they're having this conversation, uh, Obsidian, Will, and Shrag, what are the three of you doing? You found one gnome across from him. There's another cocoon that's about five feet in the air, suspended up. Wow. Uh, so, so I cast Cure Wounds. Does that trigger the other wild magic, I'm assuming? There was another one? Oh, yeah, no. there was. Yeah. Roll the D100. Tell me what you get. It was 50. I rolled it earlier. It was 59. 59. You regain your lowest level expended spell slot. Do I have I even that's used my lowest level expended spell slot? Oh, I have. Ooh, yay. <laughs> that means one more cure wounds for our gnome friends. Thank you, Dishpickle. That worked out. Well, what about you? So so I, this gnome is, we're going to get this gnome down onto the ground. Is he healthy, breathing? I'm sorry. He's, he's just waking up. He's kind of, he's kind of in that. Uh, but he's, he's a lot more aware than when you first uncovered him. Okay. Will? I've kind of just been hovering between the two groups. Okay. I don't want to let Anarian and this new guy out of my sight. So you 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 see that the two of them were talking and they, they took they both took a step back. But they're still talking. I'm gonna hover a little bit closer to those two. Okay. Hop Brad, back what up about the you? Room. Just kind of hover five feet off the ground, float around. Head over to where those two are. Everything all right over here? I'll I'll nod to Wilhelmina and give a, a safe sign for the moment. 
And I, I look at the new guy. Can you understand me? What are you speaking? Common. Uh, he looks blankly at you. <laughs> okay. Hi. Well. Well. <laughs> the universal translation of speak slowly and louder. <laughs> Hello. I will do... And Arian's going to chuckle and then he's going to ask in undercommon. She's introducing herself as Will and she's asking your name. My name is Vulcan. And I just uh, got the whole phrase that he just said Vulcan. (laughs) Did I say that right? And I I nod. Um, And then I. I kind of do a little like this to my, to to, to Morin, um, which in our kind of communication ability language uh, means kind of check out, like it, it's okay. And Morin's gonna kind of come out in front, like low, not threatening stance, and is gonna come out and start to sniff an Aryan, yeah. and kind of do a circle around an Aryan as as he sniffs. Sorry, I'd she. Like to... I said he. She, she. As she sniffs. She. Oh. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Can I insight to, I mean, I'm gathering, I'm knowing what's going on, but just to make sure the character knows what's happening, can I do an insight check to see what this activity is for? Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do an insight. And while you do that, Shrag, tell me what you've been up to. Okay, so what's happening in the background is Nat is just sort of like, just very suddenly just floating around the edges again, keeping them in sight, but hovering at a safe distance. Um, just sort of nonchalantly just sort of like floating around. Um, obviously, he's ha- helping out with Obsidian with the, the gnome. I think once he sees these in a safe place, he's going to move over to the other cocooned one that's nearby. And again, we'll follow the same pattern of just clearing the webs away from just the feet to start with so we can identify what it is first. And then obviously, we'll then beckon Obsidian over. All right. How are you, how are you clearing the webs again? I'm going to use Prestigitation. I shall roll you the D100. <laughs> Oh no, there's more wild magic? There's, yeah, there's he seems another. to be on the trigger there. <laughs> While he does that, we'll... <laughs> Chat, uh, Obsidian, what do you do? So I'd like to take this gnome on the broom and kind of fly him over into this area just to kind of keep him away from any of the shenanigans that's going on. Just okay. kind of set him down. <clears throat> yep. All right. And then I'm going to fly back over to Shrag and help him with the next cocoon. I rolled a 48 scoop. I have no idea what that is because I don't think we've had that one either. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will. I will prep that up while you. Uh, while, while we continue on. Oh dear. Prep it up. Oh no. Why does this require prep? <laughs> oh no! And Yokai Bunny just gave uh, inspiration to the DM. Oh, thanks, Yokai. It's it's fine. It's fine. Um, I think it was secure earlier on. Actually, already gave the DM a natural one. Oh, fortunate. Yep. Um, the uh, insight what? scoop was an eighteen. What? Shrag, as you're sitting there, kind of rub, 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 pushing away the webbing, you all of a sudden feel a presence near you, and you hear the <laughs> of a, of like a horse. And you look um, over, and there's a unicorn that seems to just poof 
appear out of nowhere standing next to you. I'm going to turn very slowly. Looking around, looking rather confused. <laughs> Not more confused than Shrag, who's going to sit there and just go, uh, I didn't order a mount. Not this time. Um, I, 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 I have no words. This cocoon, is it on the floor? Or, or yeah, is it in it's the on air? the floor. Shrag. Why are you ordering mounts? I, I did, but things happen. Your saddle out. So, so does the webbing appear to have known feet under it or something else? Give me a d20. Shraggy? Uh, huh? Unicorn? What? <laughs> Roll a d20. Also, you were rolling. Sorry, my bad. Uh, nope, you're the you one who the one started on this, so you should roll the d20. It's how much fun. Yep. Uh, it's a 13. 13. All right. You notice a set of feet that are a little bit larger than Gnome. Do they look like Vulcan's feet? Um, Shrag, give me a history check. Cool, okay. I will obviously point this out to um, Obsidian before moving any further with actually any more removal of fur. That's 16, that's 20. Alright, uh, they look like uh, they look like Grimlock feet. Ah, okay. I will motion to Obsidian towards the neck area and say oh, Grimlock, kill it. Before we even look at it, you want me to go ahead and just kill it? Look at feet, Grimlock. Big, nasty feet. Smelly. Smellier than mine. You called a unicorn. Couldn't somebody have their feet changed? Hey, I work with what I got. <laughs> Alright. So I'm going to take my... Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this without looking. I'm going to take the sword and run it through the guy's neck. Yep. Nice coup de gras. Done. So then, then we want to rip the webbing. I want to rip the webbing and make sure I actually did kill a Grimlock and not one of our no Yeah, you, you, you find a Grimlock sitting there. Okay. Uh, and then I want to look around and see where the next cocoon is. Uh, you have cocoon right here. Okay. And so that's where I'll head. Can I, okay. can I pet the unicorn's nose? <laughs> Again? Can I pet the unicorn's nose? Give me an animal handling check. Uh-oh. Don't roll a one! <laughs> ah, I don't want to fight you. Roll a one. Roll a one. It's soft and velvety. <laughs> uh, I'm going to add my inspiration to that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, ten? <laughs> Looks like I rolled the four. <laughs> It it, it 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 doesn't recoil from your from your from your attempt to touch it. Cool. So you're able to kind of kind of brush up on it. It's 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 a very it's a very clean fur. I mean, it's just like it was so... like <laughs> sooty fight it. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, back for Will, Anari, and Vulcan. How are what are you guys doing in your little conversation? 
Um, and Arian rolled a uh, 18 for the insight check on uh, on Morin sniffing about. Investigative. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not going to recoil or take any defensive stance. I'll just allow him to, to do his thing, kind of like you would with a, a inquisitive dog. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. That'll work. Um, and uh, responding again then back to Vulcan saying you know so uh, you talked about harvesting kills as you can see we have not had time to uh, do much in that regard would you care to show me what you would recover from this giant spider before you but yes of course but it is not my kill to harvest I can show you what is valuable. And uh, I'm assuming by this point, Morin's done her kind of circle. Mm -hmm. um, has she smelt anything different or interesting on an area that, that, that would be troubling for us? How do you and Morin communicate? Uh, well, it's mostly like commands, just like a, uh, myself and a dog would. Okay. Um, but I'm just kind of, I, I do have the ability to communicate in different ways with her if I want to. Uh, but at this stage, I'm just reading. She's kind of doing a sniff like a dog would um, for illicit substances or things that uh, are of interest. Um, and then if she doesn't, doesn't react in a way then I, then I'm I'm cool, and if she's cool, I'm cool. Sort of situation. She's Morin, a good um, have Morin uh, roll a uh, perception. Uh, since it's keen smell, I believe it's advantage. Thank you. Oh, it's good because the natural one was the other one. Um, <laughs> that's only a five. Oh. I would say you have inspiration, but I don't think that would help. <laughs> okay. Mor Morin spends a Morin seems to spend quite a bit of time sniffing at Anari. Yeah. And you kind of get a look, an impression from Morin that more she's smelling a quite a mix of things. Yeah. Where she actually has to like you, you almost get the impression she's He's trying to sniff, double check, sniff, realize something yeah. else, sniff. I mean, there's a whole variety of smells that are surrounding Anari. Yeah. yeah. Um, smells of Umber Hulk, smells of Grimlock, smells of Hook Horror, smells of Troll, smells of dry. I mean, there is a huge, I mean, this is like this huge menagerie of smells. Yeah. Associated with 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 Anari okay. and the rest yeah. of the party. Okay. It's like when a dog starts sniffing you, and then they get like really intense and start sniffing you. Yeah. Yeah. And there's even a couple and of think... faint things that you see. She's almost like trying to isolate. Yeah. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah. More like oil, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Um, all right, so I'm going to, um, as per as per his request, I'm going to kind of, not even looking at him anymore, I'm going to get down 
and take out one of my hand axes as okay. it kind of glitters and glows. Um, and I'm going to start to harvest this spider. I'm assuming I've harvested spiders down here before. Yeah. Um, you want me to roll something for that? Uh, survival check. Oh, yeah. That's not great. You need new dice, man. These are the good dice. I was going to say, he was saying these were the hot ones. Uh, and I rolled it with my area inspiration. That didn't help much. It's 12. You can tell the bruising that the yeah. spider took. That yeah. some of the... Like, when you hunt and you hunt and kill giant spiders, you, re- you know I target these areas that'll kill it and still preserve most of the carcass. This yeah. looks like somebody took a sledgehammer to, a, to an egg. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is just... It, yeah. it is really hard to pick out the good bits. Yeah. So yeah. at the very least, I you see- can explain to him, hey, this is... Next time, hit here. <laughs> yeah. I say, this is useless. You've destroyed it. Everything that is valuable is gone. And, and Aryan will nod and, and say, understood. This, unfortunately, was not one of our hunts. This was something that uh, we were ambushed by and uh, reacted to. I understand that, and I also understand that uh, the difference between protection and protecting yourself and defending yourself and hunting. But I, I will teach. I would be glad to learn. I'm okay. not uh, terribly familiar with this underdark environ. Um, what is a giant spider um, from from like a, a creature class? Um. It's not a beast, is it? Yeah, it's a beast. Okay. Um, I my favorite enemy is beasts. Beasts and aberrations. Um, so I do have advantage on them to track them, um, as well as intelligence checks to recall information about them. So okay. I'll just keep that in mind. Um. Okay. Uh. At that, at that, I'm just going to call Morin back, even though she's still sniffing away. Um, and I'm going to start in that direction, um, hoping that Anarian kind of, and I kind of like motion to refer Anarian to go ahead. Okay. While you're doing that, Obsidian, uh, go ahead and roll the d20. Uh, or I'm not going to make you roll the d20 on this. That particular carcass you look at is huge. Go ahead and give me a, a, a history. You can do a history or a nature check. I believe you're muted, my friend. Yes, I was, because Bailey's over here whining. Um, so uh, history is a plus four, so I'm going to use that. It's a 22. Uh, this carcass size looks to be about, looks to be like Umber Hulk size. Ooh. We're going to leave this one alone. No touching. What's the next one? Uh, that's the last one in that particular room. You'd have to move into one of the other rooms to find. Oh, wait, there's one more. Here. And also when I get here, I want to take a look at these crystals that we have been seeing and see if I can't figure anything out with them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, directed by the new guy, but I wanted to do that too. Will, what about <laughs> you? What are you doing? Um, 
will you, Anarian, will you ask him if he's willing to help us? We have a lot of carcasses to go through, and he knows creatures down here as well as we do, if not better. I'll translate into Underdark and say um, the Driders captured some of our uh, gnome that we were protecting, and we were trying to recover them. Would you be willing to assist us in checking the cocoons to recover our gnomes? I can, yes. Are there uh, any in the room that we're currently in, Steve? No. You, okay. you found those. You found those two at the beginning when the fireball went off. Okay. Which, FYI, for Vulcan, you notice that as you kind of scan uh, this area over here, and even underneath the uh, carcass of the spider, uh, yeah. it looked like there was some mold there that seemed to have shriveled up with extreme yeah. heat. Yeah. And you notice that all along the uh, walls in this area, you see slight charring. Slight. Okay. When I come around that stone wall into the kind of where it turns into uh, stone tile mm -hmm. and into the dwarven, um, it's a dwarven settlement, right? Yes. And I've never been here before? No. You came into the okay. area just a few weeks ago. You hadn't quite gotten, hadn't quite come to this area. You, in fact, were probably tracking the spiders. Yeah. Um, okay. And did you say there's a live unicorn? Yes, you see a live unicorn that is standing there, kind of looking about. You see the goblin kind of, kind of petting it, like completely lost on the fact it's there, but enjoying the fact that it's there. And it, what it sits do I know there about for, for a, a little bit longer until it uh, kind of until it, it it'll sit there for about a minute and then it'll vanish. <laughs> do you see it? And a few moments, as you kind of get that, wait, what? It disappears. <laughs> yeah, because that's game I'd like to, I would have liked to have collected. <laughs> that's what the chat oh. just said. Is Jay going to hunt the unicorn? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Try just okay. like look at his hand and like, okay. That was different. <laughs> yeah, like, like as soon as I can't come around the corner, I stop and I look at the unicorn. My hand starts to go to my hand axe, and then it disappears, and I go, wasted opportunity. <laughs> Greg, what are you doing? Um, uh, so, Obsidian's moved down there. From where I am, can I see any more um, cocoons other than the ones in that room to the right of us? Uh, looking across the room, you see um, a probably in this in this uh, kind of area, yeah. there seems to be a quite a large grouping of cocoons at various heights. Cool. Okay, I will pop over here. Are some of these on the ground? Is this the first one on the ground? Say that or again. At least, so, is this one on the one I'm moving now on the the first one on the entrance into the room? Is that on the ground or? Certainly, would I at least within the space? It's, a, it's suspended up. It's suspended up. Cool. It's a it's a medium. It's a small. It's a smaller cocoon size. Cool. Um, I suppose I can cast the station from a distance. Can't I? Yeah. So I can cast it within ten foot. So what I'll do is, even though it's sort of suspended above me, I'll just sort of clean the feet off from where I am. Okay. Double checking. I don't believe there's one in the hopper. Yeah, I really hope not. <laughs> 
Nope. That one's been used. So, yep, you press to digitate, and the uh, webbing comes away, and you find another set of gnome feet. Cool. I'll, I'll call over to Obsidian and sort of... Got another one! Okay, let's trade places. So, I'll go... I'll get on the broom and bring him down while Shrag goes and takes and clears the feet away of the guy that I was just kneeling at. Cool. Swap about that then. I'll have a bit there. Alrighty. Um, can I... Um, so I see that there are, are, are some cocoons to the top kind of right of the, where we are right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and can you give me kind of an understanding of the area that we stand in? All right. As you're as you're walking in, you see that this looks like a, a bit of a hallway. The ceiling is about twenty feet twenty feet, but it's that carved. Uh, it, it's it's kind of that hewn stone uh, setup for the entryway. Uh, on the ground is a drider that is dead. Uh, still kind of doing the everything in here. Is still kind of doing that death throes twitching of the nerves. Yeah. Uh, and then giant spider carcasses uh, in this room as you come in there are one two three four five six giant spider carcasses and a drider carcass wow okay um, and then uh, some bits uh, and then you see some rubble that is there and the entire area is coated in webbing okay interesting so you're right. you can tell because you can tell it that this this has been fairly well established, and just the amount of webbing means that quite a few creatures were were nesting in this area. Yeah. Okay, um, I want to stop where the unicorn was. Okay, and um, I am going to communicate to Morin, um, and I have to have to look into actually how much I can actually communicate to her, but you can let me know uh, what's possible. But I want her to try and get the scent of this unicorn so it understands what unicorns smell like for future reference. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, animal handling? And I, I kind of I, I point to the ground and then I kind of do like a, like a circular motion um, which I typically do when, when I'm ready to for her to get a scent. Um, Go ahead and do an animal handling with advantage. Yeah, yeah. okay. Obsidian that and works. Will, each of you have an inspiration die you can use? 24. Yeah. Uh, you were able, you and Morin actually came up close enough to her when the, uh, when the unicorn kind of poofed away. Yeah. So Morin is able to get just a, a little bit of a scent for reference. Okay. All right, and I'm gonna start to head up towards this uh, this other cocoon here. Okay. To 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 start to to search it when it's when it's time when I can do that. Okay. Um, we're gonna take we're at this point we're gonna take a quick break, uh, ten minute to kind of get up, stretch, bio break, all those kinds of things. Thank you everybody for tuning in so far, all those bits and wonderful great things. Uh, stick around, we'll be right back. And we're back. How's everyone doing? Everybody got their break and their drinks and uppers? Tastes good. We has coffee. Oh, yep. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Oh, that's adorable. 
Always fun. Alrighty, so coming back into it. There's anything. He cocooned some smurfinathlon. Smurf, smurf goblins. That's I'm sorry, that's the new way of saying it. it's not nothing. It's <laughs> smurf, smurf goblins. Smurf, yeah, smurf goblins. Smurf goblins. Smurf goblins. There we Alrighty. go. Alrighty. So. Okay. So. Uh, coming into the room here, starting with the top with Obsidian. You, the deep gnome that you found, that you and Shrek switch places on, he's lethargic and uh, kind of part and kind of partially unconscious as you as you clear away the webbing. Okay, I'm going to do another first level cure wound spell and try to make sure I got that in before any wild magic. Um, I do so not see any on the on the docket one. yet. Maybe just pickles out getting coffee. <laughs> so he got five hit points back. Okay. He starts to become a little more alert. He's still poisoned. And, um, so. and so then I want to take and float him down next to the other one. Okay. And if I can see a Narian walking towards that uh, big one in the corner, I'm going to yell over to him and say, Nope, not that one. But can you come cure these two of poison, please? Since he used his uh, paladin ability on me, I would know he can uh, use it to cure poison. Yep. Okay. So, Nari, you, you hear that, and it's like, yeah, and you, as you get close, you see that that wet, that that bundle is huge. Definitely not a gnome-sized okay. cocoon. So um, I'll go ahead and follow the instructions that Obsidian has given and move over to is it these two? Yep. Okay. And then I will use uh, five points each for lay on hands to remove their poison status. Right. Uh, where's my lay on hands? Feature traits. Yep. There we go. Poison status removed. Will, what are you doing? I will go to I will uh, walk walk by Morin and do my best to avoid petting him because I really really want to <laughs> but, not, from the, not from the bag of tricks not a good one yeah yeah not from the bag of tricks and I'll go north to some of these other ones that I'm seeing okay go ahead and move yourself up to one of the cocoons and roll me a d20 okay I'm gonna start with this little grouping over here okay Ten. Ten? All right. Uh, you... You open up, you go and you take a look, and you notice the body doesn't, as you go to kind of investigate, the body doesn't move. Okay. And as you clear more of the webbing away, you find a very emaciated uh, body. Go ahead and roll me a d10. One. Uh, it's a very emaciated Durgar. Ah. Uh. <clears throat> Vulcan? Found. You might. I mean, I sh guess I shouldn't assume that all Durgar know each other. But. <laughs> kind of like Canadians? Yeah. Afro <laughs> <laughs> um, Levine, right? You know Bob, eh? All right. Um. <laughs> Just call right. 
Go have I checked the one that I'm at, Scoop? Have yeah, I had I'm about, uh, to do that? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and roll a d20. Yeah, because I'll like Morn and I will check these three, but as soon as she says something to me and I hear my name, I'll he I'll I'll head over there. Okay. So d20. D20. That's a natural one. Yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> go ahead and roll a d10. I think your uh, I think your players are disappointed <laughs> that uh, you're getting all your nat ones out here instead of on their yeah, exactly. On your screen, that's the right? point. That's hey, the real I strategy. I won't tell if you five. won't tell. <laughs> yeah, that's a five. All right. Uh, you find uh, at a very emaciated drow. Okay. That's dead or alive? That's long dead. Actually, things are the, the what what little organic matter is left is starting to really kind of rot away, and you see you're seeing bits of bone. Okay. Body. All right. So I'm gonna head over here to where she is, and I'm gonna leave more in here to continue to kind of search these ones. Okay. All right. So this is the one she points out. That is a uh, emaciated Durgar. It doesn't look. Um, uh, check that out. Uh, Shrag, what are you doing? You, you're looking uh, at one, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, the one just south of me, I'll do the usual position check, take its um, webbing off its feet, check what it is, make sure it's safe. D20? He says, put me when you're all high. That's nine. Give me a D10. Uh, nope, that's the wrong one is a three. Uh, the body you uncover is an orc. Actually, that's actually, I'll... that's, that, that's, that's uh, again, same kind of spider uh, feeding, done feeding kind of state, very emaciated, uh, mm. just kind of shriveled, shriveled husk. Yeah, we'll rapier his throat. We'll make sure that's not going to come back and affect us. Double tap. All right, Minari. No, that's right. You told me you were doing that. Um, Vul uh, Vulcan, have Morin uh, do the uh, do yep. the uh, D twenty. Yeah, that's much better. Uh, Thirteen. All right, go ahead and give me a D ten. One. All right, uh, Mor Morin finds a uh, Durgar in the uh, in the webbing as well. Dead. Uh, and he's actually kind of subtly twitching, but he's oh. he's not in a good state. Okay, so at that point she would make some sort of noise, um, yeah. like some grunting and some padding at it, so I would know. But I'm gonna look at the door guard that I just um, that Will just uh, uncovered. Yep. Yeah. Dead. You got a 13, right? On the D20 or the 9? Sorry, uh, this was for Will, though, right? Will had already uncovered this yeah, Will, Yeah, Will found a dead Durgar. Okay, so it's dead. And she called me over? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, then I'll head back over to the other to, to the other spot. Once I notice it's dead, um, I'll place a hand on its chest um, and kind of bow my head and then head back over to where this one is. Is it the one up here? Um, that one right there. Yeah, okay. Um, then I head back over up here. 
Alright. Obsidian. Move yourself yeah. over to your next one you want to check. And are these hanging from the ceiling? They're all at various points of being suspended. Okay. So if they're up above my reach, then obviously I'll be using the broom. If they're on the ground, I'll be on the ground. Yeah. And I rolled a nat 20, and on a d10, I rolled a 7 if that's also needed. All right. Uh, nat 20, you find a gnome. Okay. That is, uh, that is uh, in good shape. Okay. So... So does he's he's one of our group, right? So yeah, does he speak? he's uh he's fair he's in fairly decent shape. The poison isn't as strong on him, so he's a little more he, he twitches a lot more when you kind of you kind of you kind of tweet kind of point at him. Okay, well I'm gonna carefully bring him down to his friends over there. If he's good, I'm gonna save my spells for the others. Okay. Well, I rolled a 13 on the 20 and a 4 on the 10. Okay. Oh, you find you you the, the this next one that you check is a larger cocoon. And as you clear away the webbing, <clears throat> you notice fur. What kind Ooh. of fur? Uh, kind of like a dull white gray fur. It's humanoid. As you kind of work your way work your way around, it does twitch a little bit as you move, but it's very lethargic. Does it remind me of obsidian's fur? Is it a tabaxi? No, it's not tabaxi fur. Go ahead and give me a nature or history. History because of your research in the Underdark, nature because it's a creature. Uh, 24. What? Okay. As you clear it away, you realize this is a creature called a Quileth. It's a kind of a large humanoid uh, type of creature that, that dwells in the Underdark. Are they... <clears throat> aggressive they can people? be they're typically used as servants in but they're also tribal do i feel like i should wake it up <laughs> mm, based on that it's probably a good idea that you that you don't i mean it's not like umber hulk savage but this these things are intelligent creatures so yeah i'll leave that to your discretion on what you want to do Uh, Anarian, because he's kind of close to me, right? Um, he's close to me. Yeah, he's he, he's close. He, him and Vulcan are rough, are kind of equidistant from where you are. Anarian, Vulcan. Uh, this one is alive. What should we do with it? I hear my voice again. Um. I'm sorry, I hear my voice. <laughs> I hear my name again. Um, but Vulca, but Anarian's heading over there? 
I believe. Uh, I don't know. Is an Ari you here? You respond to that voice as well? Sorry, I forgot I was muted. Um, yeah, when I hear when I hear uh, Will call, I'm gonna guess that she probably may have found another um, gnome that needs, you know, uh, recovery from the poison. So I'll go ahead and head over, head over that way. And as you as you come over and you see that what she's found is not a gnome. It's considerably larger than a gnome. But it's also it's also currently unconscious. And kind of, kind of, and very groggily, just kind of, just kind of there. Um, and again, I'm guessing <clears throat> I'll get the same opportunity for um, yeah, history. What was it, history or uh, nature? history would, or nature? I would just tell you what it is. Yeah, uh, that probably works better. And based, I was say, based on that information, what what would I I would have known more about it or no? That would be a that would be a history check. Okay, so 20, 21. Um, very, very similar to what I told, what I, what I said previously to Will. It's a, it's, it's a humanoid creature. They tend to, they live in family groups. They are a resident of the Underdark. It's you, certain, certain drow societies use them as servants. And that's what I was, I wanted to key on. So it, it was, I would know that it was a, a drow servant. Potentially. You're okay. not sure if this particular one is. But you do know that they have they are they are somewhat associated sometimes as slave labor for drow. From the uh, vengeance paladin perspective of getting rid of the uh, evils, whether they serve the greater or not, I'll go ahead and uh, give it the coup de gras. Okie dokie. All right. Moving on. Moving on, Shrag. Okay, I've moved around the corner to that one, so usual thing again. So it's the one just south of the doorway into that room. Precipitation uh, of the feet. Let's see what we've got. And uh, it's going to be 20. We still only found two Smurf goblins. That's a 13. Three. Okay. And it's 13 and followed by a 10. Had, so we have 13 and a 10. You find another Dirk, another Deep Gnome? No. Cool. Five. So it's five now. We're at half. Okay, I'll use a digitation to clear the rest of the webs away and then... Styles, guys, got one. <laughs> okay. Is he on the ground or is he in the air? Um, Shrag would have... Shrag probably would have lowered him, tried to lower him down a little bit. I mean, Shrag could... Uh, for the sake of brevity, you guys can reach whichever one you're inspecting, or that way we just keep moving with this. Okay. But know that yep. visually thinking... They're all suspended at various heights. Some are higher than others. So right. it takes you, we'll say for the sake of getting to the roll and a, a clearing away the webbing, you found some way to get to the body or get the body down. All right. So Trag found another one. Will, or no, he said Will. Anari, you just uh, dealt with the Quailoth. Vulcan, what do you... Um, so I want to assess this Durgar state. Give me a um, while Morin, yeah, while Morin checks out this other one here. Okay. Ah, uh, jeez, man, it's not good today. <laughs> uh, that's an eight. You can tell the he he's been there a little while. He's looking he, he's looking partially emaciated. Okay. Um, and he's also currently put, and he's got a pretty heavy dose of poison. Where it's like, you go and it's like you 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 move the eye, and the eye just kind of sits there, rolling up in the back of the head, and it's, it's extremely dilated. When you do finally get an idea of the pupil, all the indications that it tell you, he's heavily heavily sedated with poison, and yeah. 
looking at his skin and complexion, he's very pale, very emaciated, not quite dead yet, but pretty close. Figure probably, uh, probably not too much longer before he would die. Okay. Um, and then what about the other one with Morn? The other uh, the, the give me the D twenty on Morn. Three. Uh, go and roll the D ten. And a one. Yeah, uh, you find that he that is another uh, Duragar that okay. is dead, okay. heavily emaciated and and rotted rotting away. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and cast cure wounds on the one that is that I have. Okay. All right, so you cast the cure wounds. You see some color come back to the face. Uh, he he starts to move a little bit, but he's still extremely kind of groggy and unconscious. You figure it's probably going to take a bit more to get him to a conscious state. Yeah, whether that's it's that's time an eleven by the way for healing. the yeah that's that's an eleven that's eleven points of healing. Nice. The cure wounds. Okay. Obsidian, you're up. Okay, first thing I want to do is hearing Shrag say that he's found a gnome. I want to take a look at him and see if how he looks visually. Uh, he's kind of lethargic, a lot like some of the other okay. ones you found. All right, so let me see. I'm going to go ahead and fly back on over to him, cast Cure Wounds on him, and give him six hit points back, and then okay. go back to the gnome that I was, or the, the cocoon that I was working on. All right, go and roll it. I rolled a four on the d20 and a seven on the d10. Um, the car, the the cocoon you find is another Duergar, but this one looks different. This one seems to be encased in like a metal suit. But he's he definitely at dead. All? Okay. Um, I want to pop back this way far enough that I can see Vulcan and say, Vulcan, uh, there is a door guard here that is heavily encased in a metal suit. Would you like to take a look at this? Um, I'm assuming that's undercommon. Or a very broken okay. undercommon. You hear, very as, you, broken. as you hear them, we those that can speak it clearly, you can kind of, you can, you can get it. But the others, when they attempt, it's very broken. It's like uh, first level Spanish. Yeah. Understand uh, <laughs> level of it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So the helm okay, allows so us we're... to understand everything perfectly, but we can't speak it. But we've picked up a little bit of speech being being yeah. down here. Okay. Um, all right. I, I, um, which, which direction are you pointing to? Where's uh, this one? I would be pointing over in this direction. Okay. So I've moved, are, are we paying attention to speed at this point, Steve? No, we're working okay. through, uh, checking okay. all, checking all the bodies. So it's whatever time it takes to move from body to body. Okay. When I get there, uh, what do I see? You see what you see is a do, you see a Duergar that's been dead, but again he's in, heavily encased in the armor. Do I know what this this armor represents? 
Yes, you do. One moment. Is a uh, Durg is what's referred to as a Durgar hammerer. Okay. He's encased in a suit of armor to help with mining and whatnot. Uh, okay. You know that the uh, armor typically causes uh, those encased in it a lot of pain. So this is somebody who's probably upset someone, and this was their punishment was to become a hammerer. Okay, I explain that to uh, Obsidian. But long dead. Yes, he's dead. I explain that and I head back to Morn. Okay. All right, Will? Uh, a two and a two. Um, two gives you another dead Grimlock. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay, I've moved around the one to the sort of anti-clockwise south one I was looking at previously, and it was a nat 20 and an 8. Nat 20 gives you another uh, deep mill. Awesome, we shall clean off the webs, get him down, and call up to Obsidian and go, I've got another one! Okay, and I'll fly over to him and go ahead and cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. Only one plus one, two. Sorry. It's okay. It's enough. It's a, it's enough to kind of get them on their feet and moving. Uh, Anari. So I'll move to the one uh, that I'm next to here, and uh, the D twenty was a sixteen. The D ten was a seven. Can you ping which one you were looking at? Sure, that one right there. Oh, okay. It's a. a a, what were the rolls? Sixteen and a seven. All right, you find another Dur. You find a uh, you you find another Durgar, uh that's in there, and he's uh, he's alive. He kind of twitches a little bit, but again, as you clear more of the webbing away, you see the armor that's encasing the body. There's only a little bit of skin that's a uh, that's visible. So. I wasn't obviously in the room with um, Obsidian and and uh, Vulcan when they checked that one. No. And I I wouldn't have heard anything that was said. So I'll call uh, I'll call over to Vulcan and say uh, another Durgar in uh, in metal armor and appears to be alive. I'll explain the situation. Okay. Um, and I'll head. The one that I'm at is stable. You said. Yeah, he's now he's now stable. Actually, yeah, one of the one you found one that's stable, one that's dead. Yeah, so yeah, he's stable. Okay, and and these hammers are they are they considered like cursed or or is it a bit of a faux pas? Like, what's what's the? Let, let me put this. I, uh, I'll put it simply. It, are they <laughs> are their lives so miserable that death is better? Than life in this situation. Yeah, you know, you you know that as far as Durgar society, when 
when someone is put encased in this hammerer suit, yeah. that they are perpetually in pain as they go about. I mean, the suit kind of has its own like heat source in it, which causes irritation and pain. And then yeah. the fact that he's got these giant hammers for hands, they're used for mining, like carving out tunnels and, and, and really kind of forced labor, but they're in a perpetual state of pain while they're in this suit. And it, where's their skin? Typically like, the it, head and a little yeah. bit of the neck are the main areas that are exposed. Yeah. You might see a little bit in a few joints. And this yeah. one, because of the fact he was captured, there's some bits of the armor that have been kind of torn away as from the attack. But that's the only little bits that are op that are exposed. And you can okay. see the massive fang marks on parts of the, on parts of the head on parts of the parts of the parts of the exposed uh, neck and clavicle area yeah. for yeah. where the poison was injected. Okay, I'm gonna place a hand on his chest. It's a male. Yeah. Place a hand on his chest, and I'm going to bend down and I'm going to whisper something in 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 it's his ear. And then I'm going to place my hand over his eyes and draw my hand axe and, and, and embed it in its forehead. Yep. Seeing his response to, to this, um, kind of taken aback a little bit, Anarian asks, uh, should we uh, relieve any others we find in the same manner? Only the armored ones. Only the armored ones. And then I'll call out to the rest of the party, uh, explaining in common, the armored Durgar are uh, to be released of life. Start their next chapter. Anara, you have an inspiration die you can use at some point. Thank you. And is, is this armor, like, affixed permanently? Un like yeah yeah i think okay. it i mean for the warhammer if you're familiar with like warhammer 40k and this is more speaking to the audience the uh i just lost the word i know i know i'm thinking the word uh the um the dreadnoughts I know. Oh, yeah. The concept of the dreadnought, where the body has yeah. been the bot the oh, okay Got part it. of the body's encased in this armor it can never get out yeah, yeah. But think of this as kind of like a Duergar version of a Dreadnought. Cool. Like it. Only not as big. <laughs> yeah. Not nearly as big and boxy. Yeah. Got it. And cool, really. But anyways, go on. Right. <laughs> Dreadnoughts are awesome. Uh, so, Vulcan, uh, go ahead and roll for Morin's next Harkoon. Uh, checking. Yeah. She's, she's going to head She's gonna head up here. Natural 20. Hey. That's another deep gnome. Nice. Okay. Um. And alive. Yep, alive okay. and doesn't appear to be too heavily sedated. Okay. Um. Once again, I'll head over back over here. I'm assuming what I did there was my action. Yeah. I can't search another one. Yeah, you can go and search another one. That way we can get kind of work through the room. Yeah. 
That is another natural 20. All right. <laughs> the dice are back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these don't need healing or anything like that. They're, they're they need healing because they're but the but the thing is they're not the big thing is the natural 20 means they're not heavily sedated. Got it. So they can they can they get a little they're not as as far along as some of the others. I'm not going to use healing on on these ones. Obsidian, your next one. Muted. Twelve and a three. Twelve and a three. You find the body of an orc that is uh, heavily sedated and in the uh, in that in that in that cost in that halfway zone between death and life. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out of its misery. Okay. gives you another orc but this one is uh pretty this one this one seems to be uh pretty in pretty good pretty good state heavily sedated from poison but not as not as fed on as some of the others all right i'll decide what to do with this guy Shrag, what about you? Hey, move down to the next round clockwise, and we got a four and a four. <laughs> four and a four. You yep. find, uh... yeah, you weren't there. You find, you find a of uh, that's dead and quite emaciated. Uh, the fur, the little bit, little stuff, uh, huffs of fur and whatnot are on there, but the skin is all withered away and is dead. Cool, awesome. We shall move on to the next one. Oh, sorry, we're we going to do a couple in a round, are we? Uh, one round, one, one, one per person going around. Cool, awesome. I guess I'll move to that so, one then. That's me. Sorry, you're up. Okay, um, the inspiration is a d4, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll add that to the d20 roll. So that is going to be a 18 on the d20 and a 10 on the d10. You find another gnome? Okay. That's uh, unconscious and sedated with poison. So that's going to be this one. Bring it again so, for me. I was on. Yeah, sorry. It's the one between the two poles because I figure Wilhelmina can take the one just north of that. Um, so I will do uh, lay on hands. Okay. For the for the gnome. Um, and five points. All right, and that removes his poison condition. One, two, three, four. Um, All right. 
is he like how how badly off is he i mean i know they were all injured in in being taken but um, he's stable he's definitely i mean he could definitely use a long rest okay so but the laying on hands will at least stabilize him to the point that he's not going to deteriorate further yeah and it removes the poison and he he starts to wake up and and, and kind of move okay. about a bit just a little again a little sluggish but you know he he wasn't he wasn't there that long so not in terrible shape all right vulcan okay uh i'm gonna check the one just above me here okay it's only a five and a six You find a the, the that one is a large uh, cocoon, and as you whip it away, you find a dead Umberhulk. Okay, and then Morin's gonna check the one beside Anarium. Okay, that's a seven and a four. You find another one of the Durgar hammer. He Morin finds another one of the Durgar hammers. Only okay. this one is dead. Scoop, sorry, I, I lost track. So how many gnomes have we recovered now? I was one just second. That I'll up. let you know. I believe you just need one, one more for your One more, group. right? That's what I thought. Oh. Wow, I was way off on my count. <laughs> ah, does it not include the one that was originally hiding? Is that the thing? Yeah, I did include him in the count. Cool. Yeah. But there's still there it's still a potential yeah, you can find uh, okay. additional ones from a previous uh thing because you know you guys know based on talking with the with the gnome enclave that they've had this problem for weeks and you very so they've had people get cat they've had people so there's a chance you could find more than what you what you initially lost in your party ah, you won't awesome. know until you go through all the all the all of the cocoons yeah, yeah. awesome nice yeah Alrighty, so Obsidian? Uh, 19 and a 6. 19. And you Vulcan's got inspiration from Yokai Buddy. Thank you, Yokai. You find a. Thanks, Yokai. You find another Umber Hulk. Only this one is alive. It's just unconscious from the poison. Uh oh. Shred! Come here. Wow, where are you Umber Hulk. Alive. Umber Hulk. I should move over with Shrek. Uh, are we going to Kudigram at the same time then? Make sure we really get him. <laughs> uh huh. Cast, so I'm gonna do cast green flame blade. Okay. Yep, I'll do the same, and we'll uh, kick in from the other side. All right. So you guys both cast your green flame blades. You both stab. The Humber Hulk dies, and there's just a little bit of fire that wafts off the web and starts to kind of trickle out and follow for about 20 feet, and then starts to peter out. Me last one. <laughs> I triggered you. Shrag likes the fire. Will? Um, a seven and a four. 
that? Oh. Move your token to the next one. Yeah, I was going to say, you're doing this one, right, Will? Uh, yeah, because we already did the one I'm next to. Yeah. Yeah. Just checking. Did you display yeah. you, you you left the or you left the orc there, right? Yeah. I don't know. She stood there torn for a while and then said like just kinda leaned to him and said, I'm sorry, this is not your day, but I I cannot help you. Okay. And I uh, get up and go to the next one. Next one you find is another Quilleth. But this one is also this one's dead. All right, moving on. All right, Greg. Uh, so the one that I had to move around to, I'd rolled a. Let me check that for it. It was a sixteen, then a one. Sixteen and a one. You find a Durgar, and he is alive but unconscious due to the poison. Cool. Based on what I've been told by the others, he's not encased in the big steel armor? No. Okay, in which case I'll just leave him. That is for Vulcan to deal with. So, are there any other cocoons that we have not checked that I can see in this space that we're in? Uh, there's one right here. Okay. Is that the only one? That's the only one in that particular space. That's okay. Left can in I that particular space? Can I get the deep gnome and take him with me to come down here because again we're trying to get the deep gnomes together and I think that they were being collected down here yeah I'm, uh, I'm so, moving them down there just for my my memory okay excellent then uh, I will go ahead and uh, and check this one and um, that is going to be come on D&D beyond that is going to be a 14 on the 20 and a 7 on the 10 all right. You find another Durgar hammer, but he is alive. Um, based on uh, Vulcan's previous instructions, um, I'll try to imitate how he had done his. Um, you know, the hand on the chest first, then covering the eyes. Um, since I'm not going to use hand axes, though, I will take a dagger and then just give him the coup de grace to the throat. Uh, real quick, give me a perception. Okay. That is going to be a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, with that, you were able, you did hear what Vulcan had said to the previous one. So in your imitation of the same kind of ritual, you do, you do your best to reproduce it and, uh, give and send him off. Nice. Okay. Nice. And whisper, whisper the words that I heard uh, Vulcan say uh, to this this hammer. Yep. And that will be what I will do. Alrighty. So that brings us to Vulcan. 
All right. So this room is clear. Yep, that room is clear. Um, so I am going to head. Uh, I'm actually going to stop at this Durgar that's here. Okay. Um, is that Durgar uh, conscious, like able to speak, or is it still pretty worse for wear? He's groggy, but he is. He, he's like semi-conscious. Enough to rec enough where he doesn't freak out when you go back when you go back and when you come back and check on him. Right. He see. I mean, he he sees another uh, another person of his race, so he's just kind of he's kind of there. Okay. Uh, I try to ask him how he how he arrived here, um, and what he has seen and what he remembers. He He was part of a a, a hunting party. That had been patrolling uh, the city. Okay. And they were ambushed by what he thinks was a beholder. And as they turned to run, turned to run away, then it was the he it was the spiders and the driders. And when he refers to the driders, he refers to them in in uh, kind of a very in kind of very colorful terms that Dur <laughs> that Durgar often refer to draw. Yeah. Especially the abominations that are driders. Yeah. Um, that was several. That was like, a, like a couple of weeks ago. Okay, I spit um, when he talks about the the drow and the driders. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he said he said there's a beholder that he was hunting or searching for. What was that part? No, they were searching and they came across what he thought was a beholder. Yeah. And obviously that is a turn and run away kind of situation. Yeah. And that's when they were ambushed by the spiders. Okay. Give me um, a nature check. Yeah, I will. Um, and is this regarding uh, the beholder? Yes. Is the beholder an aberration? Yes. Then that is uh, my other favorite enemy. Um... Recall information. So, can I? Um, oh, it's an intelligence check. Yeah, which is a history. So, can I? Uh, so, I get advantage on it. Yep. That's pretty good. That's not good. Ooh, a seventeen and a natural one. I will take the seventeen. That isn't. Uh, that is an eighteen. Um, in the area that you've seen, you saw the gas spore that was in on the ground. Yeah. And then listening to his story and piecing it together, it seems like the tactic was to use the gas spore, which look, which at a distance or to the uninformed, looks like a beholder. That's okay. probably what freaked him out. Okay. Because as he described, as you through the course of the conversation, ask him to describe what he, the beholder. Yeah. And as he describes it, it, it doesn't line up with your knowledge of beholders. Right. And then seeing okay. the gas force, so you kind of real, you kind of reach, you kind of figure out. Okay, this was a tactic. It's actually quite clever. Okay, and then I know um, because I'm quite interested in beholders, um, and I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, how do I know if this poison wears off over time? Yeah, the spider poison does wear off after a while. Okay. Um, 
It has the paralysis effect, and then as it goes, unless it's routinely re-injected to keep the right. enzymes for digest the way spiders eat, it, the enzymes would is, would digest the body from the inside out, but it has to continually be reapplied in order as it progresses along. You can tell from this guy and the fact that he says he's been in several. It's been a few weeks since yeah. he was it, captured. Yeah. So, right. so I'm just going in to, time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to um, get up and nod and just walk away. Um, okay. As I believe in survival of the fittest. Um, and then Morin's going to check this one down here. That's an 11 and a 4. That one right there. Now, that one was already checked. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Then the one over here, was this one checked? No. 11 and a 4? Yes. Yeah. That one in the corner that you just pinged, we did look at that one. That's a This umber this Hulk. one that this one that I'm pinging right now is the um that's oh. the Umber Hulk. Yeah. Here, let me uh change out the I think that one was done as well cuz that was actually one of the cause we found two gnomes in a row. So I think that one just inside the the room with the pillars. Uh, and I think this one was also done. Okay, so these are all been checked. Yeah, that one is a that one's a dead Durgar. These two are Umbra Hulks. Yeah, this one hasn't, but the one I'm picking now has not been done. But you're there, right? Yeah, I am right there. So there are no other ones that are, that nobody's around that haven't been checked. Uh, there are four left. If my can't from so, what I can do see. I, yeah, I was gonna say if if I can kind of see um, Vulcan kind of looking around for others to check, I'll uh, I'll yell it out in undercommon. Uh, check the room to the south. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna head down this way with um, with more, and we'll move together after I have that conversation. Okay. Um, and then I mean I can't check one because I did all that stuff, but I'll have her check this one. Yep. And again, that was an 11 and a 4. That is another uh, Quillith. Okay. And it is alive, but just barely. Yeah, I finish it off. Okay. Um, and as I'm walking to, I want to be searching for tr tracks. Um, what kind of creatures have come through here? Are they all the ones that we've seen? Is there anything out of the ordinary? That kind of thing as well. Um, As I kind of cross from uh, from cocoon to cocoon, I'm I'm also looking at tracks and okay. Give me all that. Uh, this area has been pretty heavily uh, run by spiders yep. and driders. Um, the little bits of uh, the you don't really see anything else. You can you can tell that this has kind of like been their fortified kind of home for yep. months. Sometime, yeah. Okay. And you do see little bits of like yellow mold, uh, yellow mold that has grown up in areas. Yep. Um, especially around the, the the statue in the previous room, some bits in some of the corners along some of the uh, some some of the rubble. Okay. And what's that structure at the bottom there, at the at the base of the that this? these pillars lead to? Yeah. It is a dry fountain. Okay. One. 
Okay, so there's one left in that room. Frag has got two, one there. Okay, I've pre-rolled for those. Do you want the rolls for those ones? Uh, let oh, me got one more. Yeah, let me get Will real quick. Cool. <clears throat> okay, so they're they're all in that room to the south. As I walk by this room, the light from the crystal kind of catches my eye, and I want to just inspect in this room because this is where they were all kind of trying to escape to. Okay. So I want to oh. grab that crystal and just kind of look around in here, see if I see anything else. As you go to approach the crystal and kind of navigate your way through all that fungi, the crystal is kind of a natural growing formation right there, and it emanates a little a little dull light. Um, you also notice that to the north, there's a path, there's a tunnel that leads further on. Um, but you're can not I quite sure how, mu how much further it goes. Can I hear anything or from that direction or uh, feel any like airflow going that way? Give me a perception. Seventeen. Okay. Um, you hear a very you you hear so very faintly. You hear what sounds like muffled screaming. From one individual or multiples. Yeah. One individual. It's kind of a labored, muffled, very low kind of kind of thing it's like it's behind like if you were to stand on stand away it's like somebody behind a door and stand and you're standing away from the door and just that kind of muffled but it's that high pitch panic kind of scream all righty then Greg, what what were your roles again uh, <laughs> cliffhanger. Um, so the first one I rolled for that one directly south of me was a 15 and a 9. 15 and a 9 gives you a, a unconscious uh, deep gnome. Sweet. Um, do you want me to roll through the one while I'm down here for the sake of brevity? For sake of brevity, go for it. Cool, that is a... It's an 11 and a... Six. Eleven and a six. That is another Umber Hulk that is barely alive. Cool, okay, we shall leave the Umber Hulk to struggle and I'll motion to uh, Obsidian the Founder of the Gnome. Okay. I think that's everything so, down there. Alright, so Scoob for mine, I have a 14 and a four. Okay. You find another Quillith that is uh, been that is unconscious. Okay. I am going to leave him, and then I'm going to uh, fly on down to the uh, deep gnome that Shrag has found. Cast cure wounds for seven points of healing, and that is my last first level spell slot. Alrighty, Anari. Okay, <clears throat> um, since the driders were trying to escape through this room, I'm also like, like Will, I'm curious about what is here, and I'm going to follow her in. Um, would I also hear uh, the screaming? 
Give me a perception. Okay. That is going to be a dirty twenty. You hear the uh, you hear the same thing. Okay. Uh, can I ident identify language, or is this random screaming? It's that. Is it's it words? That, it's, it's it's that sheer panic, okay. fight or flight kind of terrified scream. But it's um, muffled, like you can tell it's behind a uh, behind a door and at a distance. I'll I'll look over at Will and uh, and say, uh, sh do you think we should check this out ourselves or wait for the rest? We should wait. All right. What? So then I'll I'll wait. Oh, uh, wait with her. Vulcan. Yeah. Um. I this one that I can see just on the edge of my uh, pinging isn't working for some reason here. So uh, just on the edge of my sight here at the bottom to the left of the screen. Um, has that one been checked yet? No, it hasn't. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna send Morin over to this one. Yeah. And I am gonna head over to that one. And is this back out into the open area, or is this another room? Oh, you're still. Oh, right there. That one has been checked. That was one of the. That was a. Uh, you just see that's actually been kind of burned away, kind of webbing. Okay. And the one down here as well has been checked. The one down there, you, uh, you see, that's a, another tunnel that leads out. Yeah. Um, but that that cocoon's been checked. Yes, that was. You see a okay. Very. In that Who's area the... you're standing, you see that there yeah. is no webbing on the wall. There yeah. is a heavy, heavy <laughs> charring. Yeah. And what you see there is the is around the web is in the webbing. You see a very burnt. Well done and crispy body of a Grimlock. Uh, okay. Judging from that area, um, give me an Arcana check. Uh, five. Um, you. It looks like a fire happened at random, yeah. but you're yeah. not quite sure which kind of fire spell. Uh, but pretty good guess it's probably some type of fireball that went off right there and then you see okay. a set of stairs that descend down okay uh to an, to another area okay so and i rolled a 10 see him heading that way right none of us see him heading towards those stairs right nope you all uh okay. you all uh i mean obsidian you yeah you went down to check the you said you moved to check the 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 last uh gnome uh, yep. There, so you wouldn't have seen. You would have lost sight of him as he rounded the corner and was uh, checking those. Okay, so I, I got a ten and a four for Morin for this one. All right, ten. Uh, another another Quillith body, dead. Okay. All right, so I'm just gonna head back to the open area. Those are all of the ones in that area, right? Yep, that's all the cocoon. That's all of the cocoons. Um, so I'm just going to head back up into this open area with everyone else. All right. Crawling over the various bodies that are there. I have them on the GM layer, so it doesn't get so cluttered. Yeah. <laughs> but there are bodies everywhere. It okay. got really busy. <laughs> Where is everyone else right now? Um, oh, right there. They're over here. Yeah. Okay, Obsidian and Shrag, you guys are checking that gnome. Uh, Vulcan, you in that room, you see there is a 
Umberhulk that's unconscious and kind of there. Yeah. And then you see another Durgar that's been exposed, but is kind of sitting there unco- unconscious, kind of. Okay. Every, you see a very you see light breathing. Yeah. And then you see a there's a, well then they, there's another Quillith that's been partially exposed and just kind of left there, in the in its okay. unconscious state. Okay. And currently in this room, all I see is the goblin. Uh, the there's the, there? the goblin, obsidian, a gnome, and then along the back wall is a almost uh, nearly a dozen gnomes that are all in various stages of exhaustion and tired, and a couple of okay. them look a little more spry than the others, but they definitely look a little worse. They're definitely worse for wear as they're starting okay. to gather themselves and get ready to move on. How do they react to me? A little bit of fear. Yeah. But it's one of those is like I'm really scared to, I'm really scared to see a Durgar wandering around. Yeah. And but also it's the I'm so exhausted, I just don't care. Okay. Cool. And I'll I'll take a moment to explain to them, like, hey, he's helping us. He 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 might look like those that group, but he's he's different. Did you go did you go back down? Oh, right. I'm like across the... Yeah, you and Anari are standing and looking at this tunnel that extends on and you're hearing this muffled, high-pitched kind of scream. Could I have... Every so that? often it kind of get, get disappears a little bit, like there's more distance, and then it comes back. Like somebody's being... Something's being chased. Could I have done that before when I, like, when they first started seeing him, or is it too yeah. late for that? We can go yeah. with that. Okay. I'm also going to find Anari, just because, obviously, is the one that I've been speaking to. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure I trust the goblin just yet. That's and I'm not even sure I've ever seen a tabaxi, so... Um, I'm here, too! <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Definitely can't trust humans. Definitely can't trust humans. Um, are they back up here somewhere? Oh yeah, okay. Yep, they're okay, right. So they're right up, up here at an yep. at an entranceway that you see another a drider corpse is laying on the stair, laying there partially blocking the partially blocking the doorway. He's been pushed okay. out of the way a little bit as Will and Anari have stepped through, yeah. and they're both staring at the pathway that's leading north. Okay. All right. And after they tell you, you can kind of. You can kind of hear that it, it, you can hear the same thing coming from the distance. Okay. So through that doorway and then north, like yes. us. Um, and I can't tell what's making, what sort of, does it sound human? Does it sound bestial? Um, give me a, give me a survival check. Oh yeah. And you still have an inspiration if you haven't used it yet. Yeah, no. Um, is this uh, aberration or beast related? Uh, no. Okay, so it's only a um, eleven. Um, it sounds humanoid, but small. Like potentially Question. a no. I relay that to Narian. Question. Answer. Does it sound like the Shriekers? No. You've actually not heard a shrieker. 
No, we did when we first came down here. No. no. You bypassed them, remember? You bypassed them. You got we your nature lesson from Nat and Shrag, <laughs> but you actually had not heard what they sound like. We oh. Didn't, we didn't trigger them, yeah. Sorry, I'm mixing up my campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll nod my thanks to uh, Vulcan for the information and then uh, relay that on to uh, Wilhelmina also, and I'll uh, I'll explain in undercommon to uh, Vulcan. We'll probably wait to investigate that with the rest of the party, but we should be going relatively soon, I would think. All right. So sitting in Shrag, obviously you get the gnome, give him some. Give him some healing, so now you have a you, you now have the dozen gnomes. There I go. Not gonna need a map anymore. This. So you all get the gnomes, get them all kind of together. There are various states of grogginess. Here, the shrieking. You you share information. You know there is something down the way that is in, terrified and sounds like it's being chased. I'm not sure what. What do you wish to do? Shrag's going to wander like over to Will and start pulling on like the hem of her clothes and go, Nope, shinies, you know, driders, swords, armor, shinies. Does Shraggy want to loot the bodies? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. All right, let's loot the bodies. You find a uh, plus one longsword, you find a uh, couple of um, bows, long bows, arrows. Um, not a lot of, not a lot of coin. Maybe probably between, between the driders, probably about 30 gold at most. And then, uh, scattered about through some of the other places is again, not a lot of, not a lot of coin, probably another, probably another 50 gold total in the area. Uh, then of course the, and various other basic weapons, nothing of any true value, nothing of any major value except for the plus one sword, some hand axes, and, and whatnot, but that's it. I, uh, look oh. at... Three potions of greater healing. Oh, nice. Useful. I look at, uh, Vulcan, and then at Anarian. Can you ask Vulcan if he knows what that sound is? I feel like he's spent more time down here than we have. I'll uh, relay an undercommon what uh, Will has asked. Um, sorry, what was the question? If you know what that shrieking, screaming is. Yeah. I relay what I came up with earlier, which was um, which was that it was a small creature of sorts. Okay. That's all you know? Okay. Yeah. That's all I know, right, Scoop? Yeah. Um, um, Obsidian, I need you to roll a d100 for one of your healing spells. Uh-oh. There was a wild magic. There was a wild magic on the table. It. Oh, man. A spectral shield hovers near you for the next minute, granting you a plus two bonus to your AC <laughs> and immunity to magic missile. Oh, that would have been nice. So oh. as you go around, you had this floating with you and then it vanishes. So. But, you just see Bill standing, like staring at that cave entrance. Cool. But 
something needs our help. Once every, once the party's all together, relay relay the information of what Will and I have heard, and then cool. um, let everybody know so that we're all on the same page. And then Narnarian's going to say, I, I think we should move quickly if we're going to take action. Well, what I'll suggest is before we go down next, we're in no real fit state to take on anything else, and we don't want to endanger the, the gnomes any further, is we send Nat off very quickly to go and scout, because she can relay back to me what we can see. And if it's something we want to take on or help, we can do. If not, I can just zip her out of existence and we can pull out. So, yeah, how far can that go away from you? Exactly. Sorry, what was that, Scoob? How far can that go from you? She can go up to 300 feet away from me, and she's got dark vision and 60 foot, and I can see what she sees. Alright, as you send Nat out after a little while, you start to get a vision of what Nat finds. Nat finds a makeshift metal door, double doors that are closed, and you hear the screaming from behind the door. And that's where we'll end for this week and pick up next week. <gasps> what a cliffhanger! No! You're taking too many lessons from that Jason guy. <laughs> You're hey, hey, strong, my friend. Hey, I gotta say, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for hanging for hanging out with the Romesmith peeps. So you know, this is this is this is this is how that just kind of trickles out in the pond effect. But yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you all of the cast thank for you. spending your Saturday morning with us. Um, thank you to all the bits and everything that's going on. That list is massive and impressive. It takes resources to do these things. So please continue to show your support. I also really want to encourage, check us out, become a patron, get early access on things, exclusive access on things. Um, and an FYI for if you've subbed on our YouTube channel, I'm going to tell you there is going to be a massive, massive content drop next week. I have got all of last month's Shadow Watch episodes, uh, inclu including last week's episode, are all queued up, ready to start coming out. All the podcast, all the season finale stuff for Challenge Accepted. So if you haven't subbed, sub, and I apologize if you get bombarded with notifications next week, but I'm getting all that content out for you guys. If you're on Patreon, you'll get early access on that stuff before it goes public. And we will, and uh, tonight is challenge accepted season three premiere. See where our party goes next. And anything you guys want to say? Real quick, give the give you the floor to plug anything. No, it's all good. Thank just a big thanks. With us, Jason. Yeah, it's yeah. a big You're thanks. You're welcome, guys. Yeah, thanks. This was, this was a lot of fun. I've again, it's been a while, so uh, it's nice to just kind of jump in and play. I really enjoy it. Um, well, and yeah, I'm gonna around. try and be here. Yeah, I'm gonna try and be here next next Saturday. So awesome. Got it. I know. I do. I do. That was a blast, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. And, and just to, actually, uh, what I will plug is our Smith Guardians and how awesome you guys are uh, on a regular basis. And I mean, these folks are the ones that make everything happen behind the scenes. It's a thankless job, uh, hopefully an enjoyable job most of the time. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, I, I just can't I can't say enough how, how much I appreciate you guys. So uh, yeah. playing with you guys and doing this is, is my pleasure and an honor. We're all, all one big family, Jason. All one big family. It's all good, man. Yay. Cool.
with that, don't forget, uh, check out Rome Smith on Monday nights for Tides of Wildmount, uh, episode nine. I think, I think 10. I don't know. <laughs> I'm the worst. I, I think it is nine. Yeah. Nine? Is it nine? I believe is nine 10? is coming up. Uh, I'm going to find out right now. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm I'm 90% sure we just finished eight. Nine is coming up. Can't even remember how old I am half the time, so... Yeah, nine is coming up. You're right. <laughs> so nine, there's going to be surprises. Yeah. I can tell you that. So tune in to yeah, check that out. Great. Yeah, it's going to be That's awesome. What could it be? Uh, uh, I'm not uh. telling you. I'll have to check out on Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, over on Rome Smith, uh, slash Romesmith. Yes, absolutely. It's going right, to be fun. That, everyone, have a great night. Have a great afternoon. Love each other. Be safe. And we will see you on our next stream. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Wow. Bye.